hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Uh, we look forward to talking with you and, and chatting next week. And hope you have a great week until then. Later, Preston. See you later. back to show you some real final boss music ryan and josh don't got nothing on us here uh chris how are you doing my friend i am great i'm finally glad that we get to do this final phase of the boss music finally some good music for once no i'm kidding yes, ryan and josh had great picks but <laughs> i'm very very excited about this and uh i hope ryan and josh enjoy our picks as well yeah, they don't know we're doing this, actually. It's going to be a surprise ghost launch here, a shadow drop, I guess the proper term, um, and for you and our listeners. And uh, hello to the listeners. I haven't been on in like two months, guys. I've just been busy with college. Uh, college is ramping up. I'm almost done. I'll be done in August and just work in college and also trying to get back in shape. So just uh, and with kids and a girlfriend, it's just so much going on. Um, so I've been able to step back a little bit and will continue to finish this stuff up. And, you know, I'm not gone at all. I'm just f- focusing on some other things. And I'll be around for all of our E3 events as well, too, of course. That's like Christmas for video game nerds, especially not having it last year. So it's a big, big deal. But, um, yeah, that's my first pick. That is Galact. Sorry if I could say it right. Galacta Knight from Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Uh, I, you know, Chris, what about the song? I just love that this doesn't belong in a Kirby game, and it, I think it's I think it's hilariously good. I'm like, this makes me want to freaking rock and roll and fight, and uh, it's it's so funny because you you look at Kirby and like it shouldn't belong there. This belongs in something like a, I don't know, Street Fighter or something, you know, <laughs> something with. Dude with big muscles, not this cute little smiley blob guy, <laughs> and it's 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 awesome. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. What did you think about this little song? I here? was uh, very shocked. I'll put it that way. When I first heard this, <laughs> I was just like, okay, it'll probably be a cute little menacing song, and um, I had to sit back in my chair and hide almost because it was <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> um, but kind of like what you said, it's it's like inappropriately good for a Kirby song. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I'm going to have to go back home and uh, probably listen to this on the car right back. And uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll get some interesting faces on my way back home. Funny, well, get pulled over or something by a cop because you're just rage driving. Right, yeah. It's totally a, a, rage, a rage driving song. Yeah. That's hilarious. The cop's going to be like, what do you listen to? I'm just be like, oh, the final <laughs> level of Kirby Return to Dreamland. I'm sure you know of it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that brings you up to bat. What do you have for us, my friend? Let's get into it.
from Mario Galaxy 1, and it was very surprising when I had to go back and do a little bit of research for this episode, because I don't really remember, you know, boss songs, because I'm too uh, terrified of what I'm about to get into, you know? Um, Scary. Yeah, so uh, that was a really, really fun boss fight. I do remember that much. Um, like, Mario Galaxy is such an epic game, and I'm glad that they put the effort into and and the budget into the soundtrack that Mario Galaxy has, and I just think it's such an epic way of ending that story, uh, or game, rather. And, like, it's a Mario game, you know? It's just a plumber who's right. hopping and bopping around on some turtles and stuff, but, like, it, what right. a great, beautiful you know boss song final boss song for this game and, and it's just I don't know I, I just think it's perfect and there's so many different dimensions to the song and it's just it really hypes you up it's it sounds like the end of the world is about to happen and it's your job to kind of make sure that that doesn't happen so yeah what do you think Jacob oh it's a good pick man it's really uh when you think back in a, in a tomorrow games this game really uh, the music just I feel like it was different than any Bowser fight we had seen. Like, the way the music played, you know, it it really had an epic feeling to it. And um, I think it's a great choice. It, it definitely uh, rocks your socks off, and it takes me back to my freshman year of, or my sophomore year of high school. That's for sure. Recto seven days. But it's good, man. I really liked it. Great pick. Thank you. Actually, uh, now that I think of it, I remember playing this game at my friend's house, and my friend's dad walked by. And this is like a 60-year-old man. He just walked by. He's just like, that's a great soundtrack, man. That is a great soundtrack. And he's never played a video game in his life. And he's just, that is a great soundtrack. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> that's funny. You just see some old guy walking by. Like, he had no idea what you? game it was. Like, Mario, what? I don't know. But... Oh, some good music right yeah. there, young and man. And he's right. It's a great <laughs> soundtrack. Cool. All right. Well, I guess that brings it back around to me. song actually and unfortunately my favorite part of the song doesn't really come until like a minute 30 but um this song is uh the final boss he called eclipse of the world from hyrule warriors which came out on your wii u's then your 3ds's and then on the switch itself um this is the final fight against uh ganon and and hyrule warriors um, I think I remember playing this fight. I remember the first time I ever just sat back and listened to the soundtrack of this game. And this song, especially with the part that we're listening to right now, I talk. Um, it's so epic. It's like exactly what a Zelda fight should be. And this is original music for this game that's not even considered canon in Zelda. But it's so... To me, it's it's gives me an adrenaline rush. It's like this this level of panic, I guess, and not like panicking as in like you're like freaking out and like losing control, but panic as in like 
Oh no, like you're you're focused, you're zoned in, and like you've gotta you can't mess up at all. You know, it's like everything is on the line, and if you screw up, it is game over. And I I just love it. I think this is a great great song. Um, and pff, this song is already better than ninety percent of Breath of the Wild soundtrack. And, uh, <laughs> what soundtrack? Canon, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, love it. Oh, what do you think about this pick? Did you play Hyrule Warriors? No, Chris? Uh, actually, I mean, I played with a friend uh, like a couple times, um, and it, it's it's fun. It's just like a game that I never really got around to. But um, yeah, I, I do like this pick a lot. Like you said, it does give you this sense of like gloom and doom, and that you <clears throat> you have this purpose, and that purpose is obviously to kill the boss. Um, I do kind of want to go home and like look at the boss fight because I am kind of curious. You know what that entails like what Ganon looks like and how the fight goes down and what patterns he has and what the world around you looks like but you know if you didn't tell me what this song was from I probably would have thought of Ganon or Ganondorf in some way just I don't know mm. there's something about the instruments and the tone that just reminds me about his character and just how menacing yeah. he is so um, yeah it was a really good pick and it gets the job done it, it definitely puts you in the mood to to, you know, try to beat this beast um, and finally beat the game, you know. So, uh, yeah, great pick. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Glad you liked yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. Well, let's get into your next uh, crazy track. It's more of like a, I don't know, it's like a puzzle game, I guess. And mm. so, you know, I'm kind of cheating in that way, although I think Ryan and Josh cheated at, at some parts in their episode. But, you know, it, yeah, it's a fun song. They just have Sonic songs. So. <laughs> That's true. Hey, I will say, songs. Sonic songs are pretty good. The games themselves are questionable, but the Sonic songs they are They are. Yeah. Although Josh's pick with Shadow... That is, uh, that's, that has to be a nostalgia pick. <laughs> but I know, Josh. What do you think, man? Come on, man. <laughs> Although that was going to be one of my picks. There's something about like playing the game while that song is playing. But anyway, this isn't Josh's song. This is my song. So back that's to Ghost right. Trick. <laughs> um, so with Ghost Trick, I this is a game I beat right before the pandemic hit. And it was a game that I always <laughs> wanted, and I was very lucky because, you know, during that time, DS games were very cheap. I don't know what they are right now, but I imagine they're a lot more expensive. 
I bought Ghost Trick completely new and sealed for like 15, 20 bucks. Um, wow. I can't imagine it's that right now, but it's a game I always wanted. I love the art style. I love the graphics and especially the music. The music is so interesting and unlike anything I've heard in any other game. And, you know, this song in particular, kind of like what I said with uh, the Ganondorf song that we just talked about, it gets the job done by letting you know that this is it. This is the final level and you can't screw this up or you die and everyone else dies and um it's a very cool level um you have to incorporate like you yeah it incorporates all the things that you've learned up until this point so there's all these different mechanics and um kind of like types of puzzles that you've become accustomed to and so in this stage it just brings all that together and you know you only have a few seconds or a couple minutes to get everything done. So it's very frantic, mm -hmm. and uh, I just I love this game. I, I needed to give representation to Ghost Trick. So yeah, what do you think, Jacob? Cool. Um, uh, first off, I just love the I love these weird, unique off games I've never even heard of. Like I've never I didn't know this existed. What and, really? Uh, I think it's cool. Uh, you like these things um, because. They're not bad. Like some people like stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> good for you, right. you know. Um, but you've had a lot of um, fun, unique games that you've brought to the show, especially musically. And um, this is one of those. It, it actually, the art style kind of reminds me. It takes me back to uh, late elementary school, early middle school. It reminds me of like shows like Kim Possible and Danny Phantom, oh, yeah. like off of Nick, off of like Nickelodeon. That, that's what I get from the at least the art that I'm seeing here from. Um, the song and it just makes me feel like that it takes me back to that time which you know it's always a good time for me um it, uh the music actually reminds me of like uh batman from the nest did you ever play the original batman game from the nest if I, it has got some if amazing music. yeah i've heard really good things about that game i think and uh no i i don't think i played it if i have i don't remember it but uh i want to look that up i've you should look up the soundtrack. Actually, one of our first music episodes, the first or second one, I played a Batman track from that game. And uh, the music, just like the background, was like... It just sounds like something that would be in that hmm. in an, an early Batman game. Yeah. So um, I think it's cool. It gives me some nostalgic feels to other stuff in my past that through a game I've never knew existed until today. Really? So. You've never heard of Ghost Trick for DS? Never really. No. Oh wow. You yeah. would you gotta play it. That is a gem. That is basically what the DS was made for. It is just really? such a rich experience and unlike anything you've ever played or will ever play again. Like the animations <laughs> are so interesting. It's so hard to describe until you see it in person and just the music and the story. I'll, I'll uh, YouTube it. Yeah, please do. Check it I, out. I think you'd like it. And to all of our listeners, definitely give Ghost Trick a try. It's 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 such a great experience. Awesome. Well, that brings me back up to, to bat here. And um, let me tell you, I am just in the mood for some banging music.
Lost Track, the Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, uh, Volcano Dome, uh, Lord Frederick. You guys don't think you're getting away without me bringing at least a Donkey Kong track to the mix, did you? I mean, I will have to say there's another Donkey Kong Final Boss track that we have not played that I was tempted to play, but I wanted to, I wanted to put this one in here. Um, and, you know, it's a good thing. I, the one thing that, that was good about that crappy boss episode that came out before this one, you know, <laughs> um, that was the whole reason we have to make this one. JK, JK. Uh, Josh had uh, chosen two picks that I would have put on uh, from Gruntilda and uh, and K. Rule. And what I, especially the K. Rule one, what I love about that song, um, so, so to give some credit to Josh, is that it was a song that, like, I, I, it blew me away. Like, in the way it starts off, and it's, um, you know, it starts off like this pirate song, and you're like, what is happening? All of a sudden, it turns into a rock song, and like, it is so cool, and it blew me away the first time I ever had that fight experienced it. As an adult, like, back in 2016, I the first time I ever played fight, fought K. Rule, finally got to him. Um, and that's what I feel with this song. I love David Wise and what he does. He, and it, back to my uh, first Kirby track, it's like, these are songs that don't belong in these games. I mean, as soon as that comes on, like I can just imagine some dude with long hair just whipping his hair, <laughs> jamming on his guitar. That's what I see in my head. And like, this is a game about monkeys, dude, for goodness <laughs> sakes. And it's it, the whole music in this game is freaking fantastic. Um, and this is just a great way to end off the game with. And uh, I, I don't know if, you, if you've if you recognized the music, if you've heard it now. I know we were talking about it. Um, if you've never heard this, your first time experiencing the final boss fight in Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, what do you think, man? I mean, uh, it's, it's funny. Like, uh, whenever... <laughs> I feel like whenever any of us have something good to say about Donkey Kong and we, like, get really into it, at, like, a few minutes later, we'll be like, wait, 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 this game's about monkeys. Like, why... <laughs> I feel like we do that, like, almost daily now. But, um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, I, sure. when you when you started talking, you know, after we were playing the song, I was just like, shut up. Like, I want to keep this song going. It's so good. Um, oh, I know. I didn't want to talk. I know, yeah. It was so good. I'd never heard that song before, and um, that's because I just never got to that final boss. Um... I don't know what stage I'm on. I think I'm on like the fourth world or whatever I'm trying to say. And uh, oh man, that was such a treat. That song is a treat. Like I just love how it progresses. Like it has that you know crazy guitar, and then it just like brings all these other instruments and elements into the song, and it's just it's so good. Yeah. And I like that there was kind of like sprinkles of like a retro vibe too throughout. You yeah. Know? Definitely. So I just, I love this period that we're in where we have like this appreciation for old school music, but we're bringing it into the modern era with some, you know, mm -hmm. real uh, practical instruments. And I, I just think it's such a great combination of, of the two types of vibes, you know. So yeah, it was a great, great yeah. pick. I love that song. Great. Well, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. And for the record, we uh, we think Josh and Ryan did a good job with their picks. We're just busting their yeah. chops. For, that's what we yes. do. That's what I do. You know, they suck. They're fired. They're not even no, here. I actually so. I've listened to that episode a few times because I I love the picks yeah, on that good. song on the episode. It's yeah. good. All right, man. Back to you. Let's see what you brought to the table. 
favorite games, uh, Sin and Punishment, and this is the Sin and Punishment for the N64. Um, many of you might know this, but for those of you who might not, Sin and Punishment for the N64 never came to America, which is such a tragedy, especially considering that for the considering the fact that it was made for Americans in mind, but we eventually got it on the Wii eShop, and when I saw that news announcement, I flipped. This was a game... I always heard about and I just I love this game it's so weird and I love it <laughs> it's um it's just you know you just shoot aliens the story makes absolutely no sense in the best way possible and this just everything about this game just does whatever it wants and it, it, it just they have no regard for what anyone cares it's just Every level's insane and nonsensical and just such a blast. And also, this game pushes the N64 to the absolute limit. Like, I can't believe some of the graphics and things that they were able to pull off in this game. But, um, yeah, the soundtrack is very cool. I thought the song had, like, a interesting kind of, like, 80s vibe, even though this game came out mm-hmm. probably, like, 99 or 2000 or something. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, a fun, kooky song that kind of encapsulates the whole experience that you went on like it's just insane it just has plays by its own rules and it's just weird and i love every second of it so yeah what do you think about that jacob uh well i didn't know this was n64 i've never played it so um i didn't know that this was on the n64 um and it kind of reminds me of sonic i feel like it's very Did, did Sega help develop this game? Because it sounds like something from Sega. Uh, you know what? That's an interesting question. It was made by Treasure, who has made a lot of Sega games. So maybe something like that kind of carried over. They're known for, uh, especially for, uh, what's it called? Gunstar Heroes for Sega Genesis, which pretty much everyone considers to be the best Sega Genesis game. And the soundtrack for that hmm. is also awesome. So yeah, they, they have some pretty cool games Makes with uh, great soundtracks. 
It makes sense. I definitely hear some Sega vibes in it. So, you know, and it sounds like a, a good, like it'd be a fun way to wrap up a game against a, the final fight there. Um, and the fact that this is on the N64 was really impressive because I honestly thought it was like a GameCube game uh, from what it sounded like. Yeah. So I think that speaks volumes to the quality of what the song was. Yeah, it, it came out it is. pretty, it was like one of the last N64 games to come out. So uh, I guess they learned what mm. the system was capable of. And from what I understand, the N64 doesn't really have the best like sound capabilities. So for them to right. pull this off on an N64, to me at least, is very totally. impressive. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, yeah, the guitars and everything—it yeah. sounds like they pushed it to its limits. That's for yeah. sure. And I just—I thought it was something different too. It's not the most typical Definitely. boss fight song, so just thought it was a fun way to mix it up. Right. For sure. Cool. Well, um, we got another track that might sound a little familiar. <laughs> Galaxy 2, the final boss fight against Bowser. Um, so yeah, we didn't plan on doing that. It just kind of happened, and I think it's really, really cool. This is kind of a, I feel like it's like another version of your final track that you brought. It's like just built on each other. Yeah. And what I really like about this one is that um, I, I think this is just a thing with me. I love music that shouldn't be in a game. It's like, it. This song, if you close your eyes, if I just played it for you, and you didn't know this was Mario Galaxy 2, I would have guessed that like this is like Final Fantasy 7 or 8. A Final Fantasy game. Something with like some big, epic, like, I don't know, angel god from above battle fight. And it's not. It's Bowser and Mario. Yeah. But you don't you don't think of that and again it's this is not something that mario games typically do it doesn't sound so intense this is really an intense song with the with that choir that um it's really really powerful and it gives it a dark and then what i love about this song too though is that it's not just like dark and intense there's like if you listen closely there's like melodies that come in and it sounds like hopeful heroic sounds like it's i 
don't know. It's like it's like got these these sprinkles of sounds that's like you got the bad guys song and then like you got Mario's heroicness and mixed in there too. And it's like a, you can tell like the music itself is like having a battle between a hero's theme song and a and a villain's theme song. And I think that is really cool. That's that's what I hear when I hear this song. What what'd you think about it? Oh, I I mean Mario Galaxy 2 might be my favorite game ever. Um, so I got very nostalgic hearing that. I'll never forget a when it was announced, I flipped and the day that I <laughs> that that it was released, I took the entire day off. I think I took off the next day too. Nice. And I had a bonanza. I'll leave it at that. And um, I, I just love this game so much. But it's interesting because, like, when you're hearing a song outside of a boss battle, it's, it's different, you know? It's different songs yeah. um, have different types of vibes and feelings and emotions in the different settings that you listen to them. So this is, like, the ultimate boss fight song as far as I'm concerned. Um, but it was Good. it was funny like hearing it outside of a actual boss fight because the, <laughs> the 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 choir singers or whatever you call the opera singers like I was kind of like trying yeah. not to crack up because I'm just like <laughs> picturing the the recording studio and seeing like the composer be like okay guys so on the count of three just go la 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 <laughs> and they're like yeah yeah sure okay got it and it's like what is this for right. oh a Mario game okay what has my life come to but um, no. It was, I, it was just funny, and like I, I again love that Nintendo put in the money and budget for this type of a soundtrack to actually get like choir singers and these real <laughs> instruments and put them all together into this really beautiful package. Um, I, as a fan, like that means so much to me, especially with a game as epic right. as this. So, yeah, yeah, great, great pick. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I remember when that game came out too. It was. 2010, I just graduated, and I used my open house graduation money to go buy this game the day it came out. And fun fact, Ryan has still never played this game, I believe. Oh, my. Uh, don't even get me started. He, he, he kind of refuses to. Ryan tends to do that to really good games. He just doesn't want to play them. He might. I, mean, I could be wrong. He could have played it by now, but I'm very sure he was burnt out and did not want anything to do with Galaxy 2. When it came out, how so. can you get burnt out from Mario Galaxy games? All you want is more. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God, <laughs> that that annoys me. What's wrong with you, Ryan? Ah oh, man, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain from the best gaming experience ever. It's so good. I know. <sighs> He's just too busy playing The World Ends With You for the 10th time. <laughs> well, when I visit you guys, I'm going to sit him down, I'm going to put pop that <laughs> disc in, and I'm going to strap him down, and I'm going to be like, you play this, and you act like you don't love it. I dare you. <laughs> it's so good. You're going to play, and you're going to beat it, and you're going to like it. You're going to love it, and you're going to thank me for it, and you're going to mail me a card saying how much you loved it. And then he goes, and then he has to play through 3D World after that. Exactly. Yeah. Do the same thing. You got to play that Meowser. Well, <laughs> I guess you're back up, my friend. What did you bring? I don't remember. <laughs> so let's just play it. <laughs> oh, I know what I brought. This is one of my favorite songs ever, uh, video game songs ever. So let's give that a listen.
So, I believe that is the Meta Ridley boss theme from Metroid Prime. So, Metroid Prime to me, and I think a lot of people might have heard this from our debate episode in uh, November, but Metroid Prime was like a really pivotal game to me because it was my transition from very colorful, happy songs into something a little bit more mature and a little more like gloomy, and so... At first, I just was just like, I don't know, this game's a little too dark for me, like, what's the point? But the more you play the game, the more you really appreciate this more, like, mature tone that it takes. And so this, to me, uh, is just probably my favorite boss song ever. It's just a really amazing if you kind of take your mind back to the year 2002 when this game was released and they had to transition from Super Metroid which was such a beloved game that got pretty much everything right and they had to transition that into 3D with you know real instruments and like a completely new more modern sound and they completely nailed it and I would say you know this the Metroid Prime soundtrack to me at least is even better than the Super Metroid soundtrack um, but maybe that's nostalgia speaking but um, yeah I don't know I just <laughs> when I played the the final boss although this is like the penultimate final boss but um, when I was playing Meta Ridley I was just like yo this song is just too good <laughs> so I don't know I love yeah. it um, and I'm glad that it's in like Super Smash Brothers for people to appreciate so what do you think Jacob yeah, you're not wrong. The Prime is better than Super, and um, Marty Estes can get over it. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, this song is great. It's it's a uh, it's really uh, it's like a t- very techno-y version of um, Ridley's main thing, you know. And it fits the what I mean, just what his name is, Meta Ridley. It, they they spun his song into matching what his own name and body had been changed right. into, and. Um, it's very uh, got the dark feeling and the intense feeling to it um, that you get from his normal theme. Um, it's a great pick, man. I mean, I don't, I don't think Ridley personally has the best theme out How there. Dare you. Um, I, I don't like. I, I actually hate how much. Craig's theme doesn't seem to get recognized nearly as often as Ridley's because I think Craig is like the most catchiest song in all of the Metroid <laughs> games. <laughs> that Craig theme is rocking. However, that's not to diminish the song. I think this is a good song. I think it's a great pick. Um, I do like the Ridley theme. It just has always been my personal favorite out, out of Metroid. Yeah, I have to hear but, the Craig song. I don't um, know if I remember that one, but. Um, it's so awesome because in the original NES game, his theme plays throughout his, the entire area. It's not just when you fight him; it's it's the whole area. Okay. Oh yeah. That's that's the song. It, yeah. It's so catchy. Yeah. It's it's called Crate. It's it's. I awesome. didn't know I that. Love it. Wow. Um, sorry, totally. Just. Uh, Hijacked your no, no, no. That's I totally understand that, and it, it's <laughs> making me think. You know, one of my <clears throat> biggest wishes, like if I could go back in time and you know change Metroid Prime, I wish that they ended up including their Kraid concept because Kraid was supposed to be in yeah. Metroid Prime, and the art that that leaked yeah. from that is just so cool. 
Um, so that freaking Omega <laughs> Pirate came out. Instead. Yeah, for real. So imagine, you know, a meta crade with this type of treatment, this type of musical treatment to his theme, you know. And like you said, you know, that's a really good point that they incorporated all these like different elements into Ridley's theme, which was already established and like a classic. And it's just so cool to see how they brought these <laughs> new sounds into it and kind of like take it to the next level and r- relate yeah. it to his body. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Metacraid. Prime 4, maybe. Hey, Who knows? maybe. We'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. All right, my friend. I got another song for you from a familiar face. nostalgic for i think this is the best version because they added by the time you got to this game they added to it they made the song a little bit longer and added just yeah they just made it uh, a little bit more um because it used to just be that same part we're listening to right now just on repeat and it was really short my original nostalgia comes from the game boy the original fat game boy uh kirby's dreamland one and two and uh you know i I, I remember getting to that final boss fight and just it just feeling so scared as a little kid. Like, you're flying in on Kirby's star. It really scared me, intimidated me as a little kid. You know, this is my first boss fight ever, and I'm going up against King Nudity. So this song is forever ingrained in my brain It's from a nostalgia standpoint. I think it's really good. I loved it. Um, what about you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the Kirby, you know, as we mentioned before, is a franchise that has inappropriately amazing music for the franchise. And this is just another great example of it. And, um, yeah, especially with their boss themes. Like, they just really nailed their boss themes in, in Kirby games. And, uh, yeah, this one's awesome. Apparently. I didn't get a chance to play this particular one. Um, one of my very first games ever was Kirby 64, which uh, also had a really great uh, boss theme uh, that I was going to choose for this one but um, yeah it's it's really cool like to um, uh, the, I, don't know, I just like the character of King DDD he's just such a weird character and uh, I don't think I've played a game where um, I fought him as the last boss but uh, I'll hopefully get a chance to do that at some point but yeah great song yeah that's crazy because he was like originally the main baddie he's like the Bowser right. Kirby yeah but he's been more used as an ally in recent times. Instead. Exactly, yeah. Like, I just thought the, the Dark Matter character was the main Kirby villain. 
which made sense because he's like an orb like Kirby. But uh, yeah, I don't know. DDD is such a weird, lovable character, and I'm glad that he's like kind of the official enemy of Kirby alongside Meta Knight, at least. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like they had to join forces to defeat a greater evil, right. but hindsight, he was really uh, the bad guy. Right. Um, but um, so we're getting to the end of our episode here, Chris. And um, I I brought the intro song, so um, I wanted you to have the last outro song here. So, but before we do that, I have one more song to play, and I think you'll love it. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into it, and then we'll let you uh, take it away with one of your banging songs. Sounds good. you have no idea because you've not played this game but this game getting to this point in this game <laughs> is not guaranteed first off depending on what you do in the game and um second off like this oh you talk about you get filled with hope and goosebumps and adrenaline like the point is if you, if you know the story and you've been following along and you get to this point this is like it's insane because it's like what i love about undertale is that you it's it's such a fourth it breaks the fourth wall so many times, and the point and part of this game is, in the story, it's an emotional, emotional scene, and, like, you're basically, you're fighting for everybody in this game, and at this point, like, pretty much everyone, it's, everyone is screwed, and, like, we talked about earlier, but, like, it's it really is different if you know the story you know what's happening and um it's 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 like basically like a secret boss fight um but it actually is the completion of the story if you play the game right you get to the the final secret boss and it's like the it's like the twist of the story it's like what but if you don't do things right you'll never know what happens here and um this song is just basically it's it's just basically makes you like you you grab the power star and the power star music's never going to turn off and you're basically unbeatable here and you just have to keep pushing forward and not giving up to beat this final boss 
I love the music of Undertale. I have said that a million times on this podcast, and I wanted nothing to do with the game Undertale. I don't even like JRPGs, and um, they're my least favorite genre. And it, I, it wasn't until I heard the soundtrack. I heard the soundtrack without any context of what Undertale really was. I, and when I just played it in the background, I was going through some stuff in my in that season of my life too. It was tough, and this soundtrack really helped bring me through some a tough time, um, a low point in life. And it was crazy just listening to the music because I'm like, what what is happening right now? Like I, want, I kept envisioning like, what is going on in the game in the story to play a song like this track or like that track. It's so good, man, and I really encourage you to play it i encourage you just go listen to the freaking soundtrack just youtube it or it's on spotify and everything just go play it man you'll love it and you'll want to play talk about some gems you'll want to play through undertale um what do you what do you think about this song especially being like the first time you've ever heard it yeah that was definitely the first time i've heard of it um well first of all props for pronouncing it probably correctly (laughs) because i when i saw the song's (laughs) title i was just like i don't know how to say that um (laughs) <laughs> but no, it was, uh, that was very, very cool. Um, yeah, I have not played it yet. I promise you, just for you and for myself, I will play this game. I promise you. Um, for sure, because it is a game that's really intrigued me. I don't really know too much about it. I know what it kind of looks like, and I have heard good things about the music. Um, but I don't want to know more. I want to jump into it not knowing too much else, but... Um, your, your f- it's very important yeah. to not YouTube anything about this game okay. for it to really have the full impact on you. Right, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm glad that I've uh, survived this long. But um, it's very <laughs> cool. I like that you like this game because I don't know if, you know, before I knew this, if this would be a game that I would have guessed that you would like because it's an indie game. And I feel like you're more of a, like a first-party, major third-party person i could be wrong about that but um i can definitely see just from hearing this song why you might like undertale because i think that music is one of the biggest hooks of a lot of our favorite (laughs) games and it's it's important for us or i should say it's important for me at least to find games that give you that sense of wonder and sense of hope and faith and stuff Mm -hmm. and i think that somehow with this type of song it really does get that message across and um I I mentioned this in the last episode, but something I wanted to prioritize this summer was finding a game full of just like wonder and joy, kind of like how Pokemon was when I was a kid and just something that would totally reset my, I don't know, my well-being because the past year has been really tough. But um, I think Undertale, Undertale. yeah, now that I, and that was not on my list. I do have a list and that's not on it, but I think I might actually go for Undertale, so... Stay it's tuned. in my top. I mean, I I can't tell you when I don't even like the genre that it's from, and it is instantly my top five favorite games mm-hmm. ever of all time out of every single game I've ever played. That tells yeah. you something. That really tells you like the music. I think what I love about music and games is when I don't know when the music makes me feel emotions tied to my real life, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. There's just things. There's music in Undertale that's just like again it comes back to here's some, here's my theme. Um, the music shouldn't belong in this game. The way this game looks, it does not look like it 
should have this music in it. It, it absolutely right. shouldn't. Um, I mean, have you seen the artwork for the game? It, it's not the <laughs> yeah, prettiest. Yeah, I have the game, and um, the box art is just like, really? This is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like, what is this? It looks like a cheap computer game, and it's not. It's it's amazing, yeah. dude. And um, it's it's music that shouldn't be in this game, and it's it's it it is, and it's what makes Undertale one of the greatest games of yeah. all time. I mean, top three. I, I feel like this title could be a good example of why video games could be perceived as art because it's this culmination yeah. of all these different disciplines that create this experience for us it's music it's these interactions that are really finely curated and it's like yeah it's you know i'll leave it at that for now but it's all these different things that create this experience that these developers have in mind for you and they want to transform your feelings and have you transcend into a different reality and, and world and i think it, it with it's amazing because with undertale the graphics don't look that make uh, that great but no. it's the music that really takes you into a new world and it's kind of like pokemon too yeah. on the game boy pokemon's yeah. not the most beautiful game on game boy but uh, <laughs> no the music far. just does something to you it just takes you somewhere else so um yeah it's, it's amazing yep. when people are able to to do that to us totally but that's not our last song. You get the last final say here. Um, and, uh, you know, just to let our fans know, you guys, we're going to create a poll. You vote. Who did it better? Was it Ryan and Josh combo boss music or was it volume two by Chris and Jacob? You guys let us know. We'll post a poll after this episode's up and out. Um, but we want to hear from you guys. And if you have any tracks that we never even played um, from either episode, please share with us. We want to hear them. Yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing about this poll. I'm kind of like worried about oh, uh, us breaking up as a result of oh, this. The end of the show. Yeah, well, this, this, so, this was it, guys. So that, it's, a, it's, it's a battle of the bands. Do it as like a battle of the bands. And right. the winner, or no, the losers has to buy, I don't know, food for E3 party or something. How about that? We'll <laughs> see about that, yeah. But um, to our listeners, I don't know if I mentioned this, but you look really dapper today. Just wanted to let you know that. So yeah, you guys Don't let that affect your vote, but look you look very, really good today. Very fine. Very fine yeah. and fly. We're, we're, we're and we good. value you. We do. I'm sure, Especially I'm, me and Jacob. Yeah, I'm sure Ryan and Josh didn't take the time to tell you this stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, I mean that just goes Typical. to show what kind of people they are. Typical, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, you go ahead and um, lead us out here, man, and uh, we'll play your song and then end us off with our due diligence. Sounds good. So this is one of my favorite songs, uh, video game songs ever. Um, this is from F0GX, and while this is technically not from a boss fight, a final boss fight, it comes from the final set of tracks in F0GX, and this song, I think once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, I get why he chose this. So here we go.
All right, so that was uh, apparently Feel Our Pain and in parentheses Firefield from F-Zero GX. Uh, this entire game has songs that are just outrageously good for a racing game and a racing game that unfortunately did not sell too well. Um, and is the, the But you know what? What gives me some solace is that this is the last F-Zero game, perhaps even ever, and at least they went out with a bang with these these songs, you know, especially this one. So, uh, yeah, this is from one of the coolest tracks in the game, and there's many tracks, and it's just... Uh, I, I don't even have too much to say, because it's just so good, you know? It's just so unexpectedly good. It just really amps you up, and, like, if you're ever feeling, like enraged by something or like uh you just want to like work out or whatever this just really pumps you up um and I, I was going for a walk trying to find some good music picks for this episode and when i heard this one i was just like yeah <laughs> i don't know i just love it so what do you think jacob well finally it's a song that actually sounds like it's in the type of game it should be in a fast-paced yeah. death racing game <laughs> it's the same thing they get from donkey kong tropical freeze and kirby the first pick we had but um, yeah. this actually is in the appropriate setting <laughs> um, right it, no it's great man and it's uh it's really a shame that we don't have more f-zero um I, i'm sure every podcast says this you know what i heard i heard recently actually on like nbc that F Zero has been on hiatus longer than it's uh, it's been like alive. If wow. that makes sense, yeah. like they haven't done anything with it. This they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? From, like, oh yeah, I think this, it's only been around like I don't know. It was probably around for like ten years, from like I don't know, ninety two ish to two thousand three. Because uh, yeah. that's when this game came out, and that's been almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah, that's outrageous. It's pretty nuts. So I don't know what Cat. I don't know what Captain Falcon did to get put in prison for so long, <laughs> but he. Uh, hopefully, Nintendo can figure something out and come back with him. But the song's great, yeah. and and this I have heard track. We've actually done an episode over this game a long time ago, and I remember editing for that and finding tons of awesome tracks for this game. Um, the characters have their own themes, and it's just it's it's a game riddled with awesome music, and especially me with like being a punk rock alternative rock kid um it's uh this stuff's right up my alley especially when yeah. it's in a video game so very good yeah. pick chris thank you you should actually you should play this for jack your son i'm curious to see like how much he would go crazy with it you probably start <laughs> headbanging dude he headbangs when i play some when i play him some punk rock so oh i've seen the seat. videos yeah i'll, I'll do oh, it yeah. I'll, I'll send you a video of it <laughs> um well, well why don't you do our due diligence my friend and just uh tell everybody where they can find us all right, well, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast services. I'm sure you already have, but uh, in case this might help any of you, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google, Pod, Pod, yeah, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts, as well as Pandora. Uh, you can find us on YouTube as well. Just search for Nintendo Nostalgia. And we, you can also find us on social media. So we, uh, we have a Facebook group um, at Nintendo NOS, on Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS, and on Instagram, uh, Nintendo NOS IN. That's all one word. And um, if this helps, you can also find all of our contact information in the uh, episode description. 
Um, so please reach out to us. We love hearing from our fans, and we love seeing like posts on Facebook and you know everyone's like poll results and stuff. And it, we'll definitely have one for this episode. I'll tell you that much. So um, yes, and. Also, if you want to reach out to us about whatever you're playing or your thoughts on an episode, we love hearing from you guys. So uh, you can send us an email at nintendonostalgiain at gmail.com. And you can also call our hotline at 317-969-5690. But I hope everyone enjoyed our episode. I had a great time recording it with you, Jacob. And uh, I guess we'll see everyone next time. See you guys. Bye.